welcome to Just My Type. My name is Emily. And I'm Jess. And you are listening to Just My Type, a podcast where we like to cover everything typography related, related, all for you. And you love it. <laughs> we hope. <laughs> we hope. Um, so this week we have something new. We have a winner of our poll, which I don't know how how many people really I was gonna say participated, <laughs> but there was like a clear winner. My no sister loser. did. Oh, there we go. Shout out. One fan. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, so we're covering a typeface that you guys chose, hopefully, on our Instagram story. And if you didn't, stay tuned for future polls. Because yes, we're going to get to a us. point where we're going to be too lazy and not want to decide. So yeah, stay tuned. Yeah. Um, also, if you have like a suggestion for us to do, like just as we say all the time, slide in into our DMs. <laughs> True. They're open. Speaking um, of DMs, where can they find us on social media? <laughs> find us on Instagram and at Just My Type Podcast. <laughs> True. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. It's a great time. Um, yeah. So you guys chose this typeface and I had probably one of the most fun times researching this typeface that I've had of any typeface that we've covered. I There's, did because it was so easy. <laughs> it was so easy. There was a lot of relevant information. There was a lot of like, I sometimes like when I click in, like I clicked this, I typed this typeface into Google and then I went to like the news tab because I want to see if like anybody's written articles about mm-hmm. it. I mean, not many articles are about typography. It's True. not really the hit topic. Oh, it should be. <laughs> I know, right? But there were some like super recent ones mm. too. So I was like, ooh, this is really cool. Um, but yeah, should we get right on into it? Let's do it. All right, let's do the drum roll. Gotham. <laughs> yes, you heard that right. The Batman town. <laughs> That's have, why we picked it. Yeah. Have you seen Batman? <clears throat> no, I haven't either. Dark Knight, right? I, I haven't. That's Batman. Yeah. No, yeah. I haven't yeah. seen any Batman movie. I've seen, Um, I went to the drive-ins with my friends, I think in like high school, and we saw like the Dark Knight and then Spider-Man. Ooh. Yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah, which I feel like we're really, um, we're going against the drain right now because uh, the Avengers just came out last yes, week. and we saw it together. And yeah, we did. <laughs> and that's a Marvel movie and we're mm-hmm. we're hitting on a DC guy yep, right now. Yep, yep. <laughs> which to be honest, I never really watched many of the superhero movies but I'm, i know i'm starting to i'm starting to like it like i think when I, we went to the movies yeah. i had to explain <laughs> to jess who everyone was. it was super good though but even if yeah. you don't like know anything about superheroes like i felt like it was very well written i feel like i understood the okay plot. yeah it made a bunch of money at the box office well, it doesn't that need more press. <laughs> <laughs> but like i just felt like i enjoyed it it was great yeah worth the three hours yeah it was good but um Contrary to to popular belief, this typeface was not named after the Batman town, as many would think. Dang. Well, I know. Should we talk about some history? Yeah, let's dive on into some history. (laughs) All right. So Gotham is a typeface that was made in 
the year 2000. So rain on in the new millennium. Oh, with, yeah, with <laughs> 3,000. When he said 2000, I was just thinking of the song Year 3000 oh, by Jonas Brothers. Um, yeah, so it was made by an American type designer, Tobias Frere Jones. And Tobias Frere Jones is a really, um, really accomplished type designer. And it's cool because he's still alive. He's actually teaching. He's a professor in New York um, teaching type design. But it's cool because to I was able ages? to like. Or just. I think to just, just college general? students. Oh, yeah. I, d- I forgot what college he's teaching at. But um, oh, well. yeah. But it's like really cool because I got to like watch some interviews Ooh. of him. And there was like a little documentary on him um that was like premiered at south by southwest which i was like oh that's cool (laughs) yeah a couple years ago um so i was like oh this is like really cool you know to hear him talk (laughs) and he like really described his process which we'll go into later but i really enjoyed that that's awesome um because when we i love also setting the old guys like Daremon, but (laughs) unfortunately there's no youtube videos of them like come on (laughs) i know right (laughs) Um, so yeah, Tobias grew up in Brooklyn and he was, um, in a family, I think his mom was a printer and his dad, um, was a writer for advertising agencies. And so like, he just like was, um, really just involved in type at the very he beginning. He kind of grew up in that atmosphere, yeah. that, um, industry, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so his dad would take him to, um these places where they could like they would go and see a lot of type and everything and just like a bunch of like old books and stuff that his dad would use and he was like kind of like oh wow like people have to draw this type and he's like who would actually draw all this type like he kind of like like worked it through his mind that like yeah like I think a lot of us use type and don't Don't really realize realize that like oh, somebody made this. Like, this wasn't just something Mm -hmm. that they pulled from the ground. (laughs) It doesn't grow on trees. (laughs) (laughs) They planted a papyrus-type tree. Oh, man. Um, Yeah, so he became, like, super interested in that. And he then went on to go to um, design school, and he started creating type faces and... um, yeah, he really started to love it. So later, Tobias would say that designing alphabets seemed like designing water or designing air, Whoa. which is kind of cool because it really just shows like, I mean, type is everywhere. Like on everything you see, you can't go a day without seeing it. Um, and so it is just kind of designing something that's like so necessary and mm-hmm. so engraved in our life that we don't really re- realize it. Um so yeah that was super interesting Tobias I I really liked him I was like dude shout out (laughs) I know (laughs) we become best friends with them by the end of each podcast I know we feel like we know them now you know yeah we should really like try to contact one of them yes hit him up be like yo um (laughs) so the Gotham, so when Gotham came into play, um, was in the late 1990s, 
Tobias Fair Jones was working on a bunch of type, like he was enjoying his life making type, and he was actually commissioned by GQ, mm. the magazine, the Gentleman Quarters magazine, Whoa. to make a typeface for them. And so he's like, okay, like, what do you guys want? And so he said on the brief that they were asking for a more masculine typeface, and they wanted it to be a sans serif. I guess we didn't go over that, but yeah, Gotham is a sans serif. <laughs> geometric sans serif. Yeah, a geometric sans serif. So that goes along with um, Futura. Futura. And it was actually based on Futura, too. Yeah, Inspired yeah. by Futura. Yeah. Um, so they wanted a more masculine, new, and fresh typeface for their magazine. So Frere Jones is like, okay, sounds great, <laughs> but like what? <laughs> also, like, is type, can type really be masculine or feminine? Mm. Like, what makes it one way or another? Yeah. It's just a sand save. I don't know. Yeah. It seems interesting. But it's back in the 2000s. What were people thinking back then? <laughs> Dang. Um, so he was like, I need inspiration. So he spent time walking block to block through Manhattan with a camera to find source material, which I was like, that's so cool. Like he was just walking around his neighborhood Mm -hmm. in New York city and just like taking pictures of all the buildings and the architecture and the like type that he saw on Mm -hmm. the buildings already. And it's like, this is cool. It's like making a Pinterest board, but like in real life. (laughs) (laughs) Tobias was the original Pinteraster. (laughs) Yeah. Again, this is also like what makes this typeface really really unique which we'll touch on later is that this typeface is like at the dawn of the really internet revolution and of like people really making type for web and making it digital and not really like pen to paper anymore because um computers are getting so advanced around this time and so um he was walking around new york and he went to the Port Authority bus terminal in New York. And he really liked the type that was on this building. This is like an old, old New York building. And he was like, I'm going to use this as inspiration. So people can still see this. I think they can still see this Port Authority bus terminal. But like that was where like he gathered most of his inspiration Mm. for this typeface, which is super cool. Um, so he said, I suppose there's a hidden personal agenda in the design of Gotham to preserve those old pieces of New York that could be wiped out before they're appreciated. Having grown up here, I always found the old New York and its lettering. And yeah, so that was super interesting, you know, that he was like, really, it's a homage to New York Mm -hmm. and to America and to like those old buildings and, um, it's like a mini time capsule. Yeah, not a mini. It's yeah. a big time capsule. I know, right? And Powerful. so when we when we talk about where it's used, because you guys have definitely seen it, like, mm-hmm. um, I think like going back to it's very like American, very New York East Coast roots of just like its inspiration, not just the person that designed it, Tobias, how he was like born and raised in New York, but um, really like speaks to like what it's being used for. Another place of inspiration for Tobias was Sansera Futura. Um, And he 
realized that Gotham, when he was designing it, was not the kind of letter a type designer would make, but the kind of letter an engineer would make, just like Future was. So more geometric, more... Um, clean. Yeah, clean. Looks like circles. Yeah, very like... Squares and all the above. Yeah, using all those <laughs> geometric shapes to make mm-hmm. it. So, um, yeah, how... Tobias made it and how he I realized like he really went through his process of um designing more like all his all of his typefaces they he started with so like he pulled out his inspiration his pictures yeah his pictures um Futura he knew Sendami the Sans Serif he knew like all right it's for GQ like this is the original place that it was supposed to be for and he started with three letters. He drew the uppercase H, the uppercase O, and the uppercase D. Because, mm-hmm. like, so the H is, like, kind of a normal rectangle letter. Mm-hmm. The O is, like, a normal circle letter. Mm-hmm. And then the D is, like, a combination of the H mm-hmm. and the O. And so, like, he said that he that's how he starts a lot of his type. That's cool. Is with those three letters. Because once you've, like, mastered those three, then you can move on to the rest. Mm. I thought that was, like, super interesting. Because I've never heard, Tips like... Tips by Tobias. I know, right? <laughs> he, should, he should be on. Yes. <laughs> he should run tips. our um, episode, our, what is it called, <laughs> segment. Yeah. <laughs> Tips. But it was interesting because he, yeah, starts with those three letters. I didn't know that, like, that is how type designers really start their work. Um... And then he would move on to G, R, and S, and he kind of, like, started playing with the letters and how um, it would kind of look different from Futura, but still be geometric. And he then tried to think of a name for the font, Mm. and he wanted to, like, from his favorite letters, kind of give it a name that would pull in his favorite letters within the font. Um... So that, like, when you see it, you kind of see the best work of the font when you see, like, the name of the font. Mm -hmm. So he decided that Gotham was a great name because he loved the G and the O and the A. And Gotham actually means, like, it was a nickname for New York. Oh, Yeah, I didn't know that that was what it really meant. But, um, yeah. Yeah, Gotham is like an old nickname back hmm. in like the fifties, I think it is, which makes sense. Is that sense. where <laughs> Batman takes place? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think Maybe so. It does. <laughs> I just remember the little. Remember the Bat Kid? Like, there's this little kid who oh, like yeah, 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 yeah. they shut down like. Well, I think the it was actually city. San Francisco, but oh, then it was maybe. like Gotham Town. Yeah, he like walked around in his yeah, little like Batman so suit. Cute. It's really cute. Little Gotham. Yeah. (laughs) I am reading here, though. It says that um, for the name, he thought about goats in Demora. (laughs) And then finally said it on Gotham. I'm glad he chose that (laughs) one. Can you imagine, like, goats? Goats. That's like amazing. That's the typeface you're talking about. (laughs) Yeah. I wonder if, like, he knew how great it would be back when he made it. I don't know. Because this typeface is really taking over the world. It's true. Yeah. I feel like they kind of just create it and 
especially because I feel like a lot of the ones we've talked about are very passionate about it. They've grown up with it. They they create it um, just like because it's just a passion of theirs and they want to share it with the world. Yeah. But just when it like, becomes big, it's like, oh, whoa, that's cool. And just kind of goes to show how impactful like type is. I know. And it goes to show like how much like passion is needed to make like a good mm-hmm. typeface. Like when I was researching him, you, I kind of like saw his personality and he was like super meticulous mm-hmm. and like super diligent. um yeah, diligent and just like very precise in like all of his type and like really worked at making it a perfect typeface. And I think that's like type is like I when you're a type designer, you're still a designer because you're creating something new, but it is interesting because like type designers aren't really like artists where they're like more free flowy and just kind mm-hmm. of like designing and stuff like that yeah. like it's almost like how you would think a mathematician would be like most of their personalities because mm-hmm. they're so like precise and on point and like super yeah and like details and all that stuff it's very interesting <laughs> they're th- i don't know they're cool people though i like them <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So should we get, oh, I have a quick little review. So I found some reviews of the typeface. Oh, man. And um, according to David Dunlap of the New York Times, this is back when when Gotham was like first released. um, He said that Gotham deliberately evokes the blocky, no-nonsense, unselfconscious architectural lettering that dominated the New York streetscape from the 1930s through the 1960s, mm. which is like super interesting. He goes on to say, unlike other sans serifs, it's not German, it's not French, it's not Swiss. He said, it's very American. Ooh. I know. Which I feel like a like lot of the co- typefaces we covered, all of them were like from Britain. I feel like a lot of them were. Yeah, Britain or like... um uh fruiter is from switzerland yeah european yeah very yeah a lot of from europe Mm -hmm. i mean some are from america but i feel like this is like the most like prominent Mm -hmm. like this is super american American. font it's super yeah new york which is like one of the founding places of america um yeah i liked that getting a little review from the new york times no that's good on the fonts um yeah let's head about actually just like some Ooh. descriptors um, about how the look. Yeah, the just because yeah. I mean we've covered it's a geometric sans serif. Mm-hmm. It does have a tall X height. Um, should we give them a little blurb about what X height is? Ooh, we yes. About it. I think we have mentioned it, but let's let's. It's just basically like that's how tall the lowercase letters are, right? Yeah, like yeah. the lowercase X. If you see a lowercase yeah. S in your mind, that would be how tall that x x height is yeah so that's the x so it's very tall um there's four widths there's narrow extra narrow condensed and regular so Mm. use as you please um it has tabular figures fractions and extended symbols um and in case you don't know what a tabular figure is it's when in columns the numbers are vertically aligned versus i think i want to say what's the other one proportional proportional and i think that they're just like when in columns they're not lined up basically yeah um yeah and then it's just inspired by futura which is awesome because i love futura yeah 
Um, more about the look and how it is something like super different from other typefaces and what makes it really unique is that like Gotham for many people when they study this typeface, it's um it's kind of like a blank slate of a typeface. So it's not like it's kind of boring when you look at it. Like you wouldn't realize that it's used for these amazing things that we'll talk about later. But it is like it's kind of a boring typeface. Like it is just a sans serif. I think Futura has a bit more like wow factor mm-hmm. than Gotham does. Um but people say it's like a blank slate typeface in that it's able to be used stylishly in a wide variety of contexts, which we'll also get into. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of has a plain down to earth elegance. Like it's a well-made typeface. It's not a crazy one. And it just like, yeah, really has that like, like down to earth. I know you're not like, like Futura is kind of like Futura. Like it's very not it's, bold, but it's very like you see it yeah, and you it's see it, you're different. like that's future yeah it, and it like just kind of like streams to you like mm-hmm. this is future but gotham like you're not going to like get that reaction mm-hmm. from when you see it. at least i don't yeah i'm <laughs> as yeah. many as i looked it up and i was like yeah, yeah I, mean, I think <laughs> many of you guys when you look at tight faces just get a gut reaction you know <laughs> i do <laughs> <laughs> most of our listeners do yes um our typos yeah our little typos but i think we should get into where it's seen get into where it's seen because this is, is like seen? the best <laughs> well the first one i'll start us off unless do you have one that you are no, like go dying to share okay the first one i think is great and it was used in campaign materials yes okay which one i mean my fave on the count <laughs> we're not gonna three. get into politics but but, but <laughs> my Barack, Barack Obama. Obama. <laughs> my it was used man. for his 2018 presidential campaign. 2008. 2008. <laughs> He's not still in the office. No. Oh, yeah, maybe he'll come back. 2008. He'll listen to this podcast and be like, 2018. Yeah, I should come back. I should be back. Yeah, no, 2008. Thank you. Sorry. Um, but yes. Shout out to Obama. I know yes. you're listening. He's like one. Of, he's a huge typey. Oh, typo. Typo. Yeah. Love him. Yeah. But yes. Yeah, so it was used for his change we can believe in campaign slogan. Uh, okay. So like if you close your eyes and just picture because his like campaign material was like amazing. Great design. And so if you close your eyes and picture the change signs. Like, that people held up all the rallies and everything. Yes. That is Gotham. Gotham. <laughs> Straight up Gotham. Yes. That's so fun. Okay, I have some, like, I found a, um, I think it was a New York Times article on the campaign. Ooh. On the usage of typography in the campaign, which ooh. is, like, super specific. Yes. I love it when I find, like, That's a typography fun. article. I'm like, ooh, I won. <laughs> people. <laughs> I struck gold. Yeah, or- people think about this. <laughs> Um, so they, um, they did a Q and A with a designer, the, um, writer for this article. And so he asked this designer, so what is it about the typeface Gotham that adds personality to the Obama brand? 
And this designer says, I don't think that Gotham adds any personality to Senator Obama's brand. This is back in 2008. He says, I think it just amplifies the personality that's already up there. Oh. It's substantial yet friendly, up to date yet familiar. So it just goes wow. back to like what I was saying. Like it's not, it's not a font with personality. Mm-hmm. Like it's just a plain spoken font. But like when the person who's like, yeah, I don't know, using it, yeah, it's just so powerful. Yeah, whatever context it's in, kind of gives it that personality. Mm-hmm. So it's able to kind of like camouflage yes or be used no, for different chameleon. types of people yeah mm-hmm. um <sighs> and then another question they asked was do you think the typographical style actually makes a difference and he says the designer says you bet i do style equals accuracy put the word change in comet sands and the idea feels lightweight and silly place it in times new roman and it feels self-important in Gotham, the t- word change that Obama used on his campaign, it feels just right. Inspiring, not threatening. In the end, typography makes a real difference when it delivers words and ideas that are relevant to people. And for many, that seems to be the case here. So uh, you might have voted for <laughs> Obama just based on the typeface. Aww. Think about that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it just goes to show how powerful type is. Yes, definitely. It definitely. can determine the leader of the free world. <laughs> <laughs> Snaps. <laughs> I know. Tobias also like he kind of commented and he's like, "Ooh, cool." Yeah, I was he gonna actually, say, did he was was he probably like starstruck? He's like, yeah. Obama chose my no, typeface. I think in his reelection um, in 2012, they made another version of gotham like a gotham bold because i think in 2012 that was like his hope slogan Mm -hmm. so it was like a very like smaller word Mm -hmm. they used a more bold totally um font so tobias actually went back to the drawing board and was like oh i'll make you a font i mean if it's for (laughs) obama worth it yeah why not (laughs) that's awesome yeah. All right. Where well, else is it used? Another place that it's seen is in U.S. film trailers in the MPAA or Motion Picture Association of America title cards. And you might be wondering, what the heck is a title card? Well, I used my film terms and I remembered what these were. But in silent <laughs> films, basically, because it was silent, there was no dialogue. It's basically like um, during a scene or whatever. Um there's like the video playing and then the title card is like the words over it and served as like the dialogue, but they used Gotham for that. Mm. Yeah. So it's pretty fun. That's interesting that the MPAA rating is in Gotham. Cause I feel like it would be around before 2000, but I don't know when that really happened. No I was idea. just like four years old in 2000. <laughs> <laughs> I but anything. yeah, it's pretty cool. And I, and I think it makes sense too, because title cards, like if that's the dialogue and that's what you're reading, like it needs to be pretty simple and legible. So yeah. Gotham is exactly that. So yeah. Um, but yeah. Plain spoken elegance. Exactly. So um, I found that Twitter said they were going to use Gotham in 2004 um and then they used to use helvetica new which i was like ooh, they made the switch yeah so i I don't know i couldn't find if they still use no um, no i think i think they still use Gotham. i saw that Mm -hmm. that they like or they announced on twitter they're like changing from twitter announced on twitter (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's awesome 
She's like changing from Havana. Yeah, I didn't see that they changed it back, so I'm assuming that they still use Gotham. But on the flip side, did you see, I think it was Netflix. Yeah, I was going to say that um, they used to use Gotham too, but now they have Netflix Sands. I know. In 2018, I think, yeah. Netflix Sands. Yeah, I feel like it's pretty normal for a bigger company to have like their own branded type. Yeah. But... He's like, yeah, G2 wanted it. Mm-hmm. They got their Gotham. Exactly. I wonder if G2 still uses Gotham. I don't know. Um, could be could be fun, but another boring... That's mm, not boring, but it's not as exciting as like Twitter and Netflix. But New York University, Michigan State University, Singapore University of Technology and Design, and University of Waterloo, which I was like, where the heck is that? in canada waterloo. um all of those universities their official typeface is gotham so What's, there's a song called waterloo there is is it uh, by abba waterloo i have no idea <laughs> maybe i'm like <laughs> i'm looking it up yeah i oh, was right waterloo by abba i don't know that song but i'm sure it's a good one because i love abba <laughs> yeah okay you love ABBA but you don't know Waterloo um uh, did you see Mamma Mia 2 yes it Mamma Mia I 2? did did you like it yeah but it was in Mamma Mia 2 oh <laughs> fake fan Thanks. sorry um I got a lot of other ones do you have more no well my favorite tv show in the entire world's logo is set in Gotham Yep. <gasps> Saturday Night I just Live. That. I was <laughs> if you <laughs> I'm a huge Saturday Night Live fan. Wait, you so are? Yes. <laughs> I feel like we talked about that. In I that just showed um this past Saturday, this would date the podcast, but this past <laughs> Saturday, Adam Sandler hosted. Yes. And I just so showed Jess when he came back on did Opera Man because it was, it was amazing. great. <laughs> I love him. But yes. Um, the logo for Saturday Night Live is in Gotham. Um, Conan, the mm-hmm. show, mm-hmm. the late night show is in Gotham. Also love Conan. He used to yes. write for Saturday Night Live. I could do like a comedy podcast within a typography podcast that's, if we want. Yeah, you could. Um, yeah, I think that's like most of the other ones that I got. And, and I'm getting pretty hungry, so I feel like we should uh, transition. Wait, wait, wait. Wait. I have a story to oh, tell. Whoa. Okay. I guess I can wait. My yeah. stomach's growling. I know. I mean, <laughs> you just ate two hot dogs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Call me out. Call it out. Yeah. So it, within researching, I went on a deep, deep dive researching this typeface because I was just so interested. It's like so just around us i actually found a article from april 29th 2019 so just like last (laughs) week and the article was like gotham is everywhere and it was an article from um let me see the outline Hmm. oh the title of the article was how this one font took over the world and it just kind of went into like all of the places Gotham is seen. Oh, we forgot another more. This is more somber, but another place Gotham is seen is oh, yes. at the Freedom Tower. Yes, yes. Um, like the cornerstone of, like the memorial for the um, World Trade Center. Yeah, for the World Trade mm-hmm. Center. For 
9-11 uses Gotham, which again is like a very, you know, this is an American font. Totally. It is very like, like, it's cool that they're kind of like basing mm-hmm. that and using an American type designer. Mm-hmm. And then with Obama's like campaign, you know, the fact that American. Yeah, he he chose a great font in like how it looks, but also like a font from an American type designer who really like truly captured American America. Roots. Yeah, it's oh, such a cool typeface. Yes, yes. It's growing up there on my personal <laughs> list. Let me tell ya. Um yeah, so I was like deep, deep, deep into Gotham. I was like, this is the best. <laughs> I was watching little documentaries. Oh my goodness! <laughs> um, I was like, Tobias, what's what's his deal? <laughs> Which went deep into Tobias's world, and then I came. So Gotham is actually a Heffler and Company font, and um, and so this is a little story time. That you know, we're gonna put on a little story music. Everyone to lay get down us in the on mood. the couch. Yeah, get comfy. You know, if you want, put these, put this podcast in your ears. You know, get some headphones, and if you want to just lay down, I will whisper you to sleep with oh. this riveting story. <laughs> okay, so this is this is a crazy story about um, Tobias and Heffler and their rise as amazing type designers and collaborate collaborators and their Words. fall <laughs> i know right and their fall apart from one another so is this like controversy in? yes <gasps> it's crazy i know okay so jones and heffler they're both type designers in new york city in 1999 at the start of the digital revolution Heffler was making typefaces for himself because there were no good typefaces for the computer. Art directors kept asking him where he was getting these great fonts, so in 1999, or 1989, he hung up a shingle as the Heffler Type Foundry and started drawing alphabets for money. Jones and Heffler would cross paths at type events, so they were both really, um, they were great type designers at the time in 1999. Heffler asked Jones to dinner one night at the Gotham Barn Grill and proposed a 50-50 partnership called Tobias and Jonathan's Excellent Adventure, <laughs> LLC. Whoa. <laughs> Which I just love that because it's like Bill and Ted's Excellent <laughs> Adventure. Um, they set on an agreement where Jones would make the type and Heffler would sell it. Jones is really still that making type. Heffler was really charismatic and able to sell type. So Jones brought his type with him to Heffler's new company, the Heffler Type Foundry, and he sold them to the company for $10. However, he said that these typefaces were actually worth $3 million, but he <gasps> sold them for 10 because he's like, I'm joining. $10? The, yeah, because he, he was joining the company anyways. Okay. Yeah. So Heffler, it's 1999. Heffler and Jones are collaborating with together and they are making type and people like designers in the world were like this is like the Beatles like (laughs) they are rock stars at making type soon after in 2000 they make Gotham Hmm. and it becomes a huge hit as we just said and it's kind of like is giving them a lot of revenue and 
Heffler named the company Heffler and Frere Jones, so H and F J. And over the next few years, they kept making huge fonts and collaborating together. And as far as their clients could tell, these Heffler and Jones were just joined at the hip. They would play video games together in the office. They were just like really great friends. And um, they would, yeah, they would just hang out all the time. Great collaborators. They both have had different um, ways of kind of working with type and it just really like complimented one another. But then again, things don't always look as we see. So, and the camaraderie didn't last long and by 2011 so this is about 11 years later their distinctive personalities were generating a slow friction hnfj um they were supposed to set a cloud service like google fonts Mm. out into the world and tobias was working on getting all these fonts ready for web but Heffler was like, dude, like, go, go faster. And Tobias was like, I'm working on it. <laughs> and so they kept postponing the release of this service, and Heffler kind of got a little bit mad. And um, after they did finally release it, Jones went to Heffler and was like, yo, can we put our agreement to be in this company? Like, can we actually write it down? And Heffler was like, what, what agreement? Like, what? He's like, yo, because like, I'm co, like, creator of this company. Like, we need, like, to put this in writing. And they still hadn't done it in over 11 years. And um, finally, Jones comes to Heffler one last time. And Heffler was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I gave all of your shares to my wife. So he actually gave all of his shares to his wife. Uh-oh. And Jones was like, what? And <laughs> he tried to talk about it to Heffler a bunch. And he ended up not just being able to get through to him. And so, I mean, the company was H&FJ, Heffler and Frere Jones. And at the end in, I think it was 2011, he decided one day just to leave the company, which is very sad. So Jones left the company and Heffler kept working on type. And Jones later sued Heffler for um, half of his company that Mm. he felt he was rightfully owed. And the lawsuit was settled on September 28th, 2014, and its terms undisclosed. So Heffler still owns Heffler and Company and is making type in New York City, and Frere Jones Type, an independent type designer, is still making fonts and typefaces in New York City. So that's just a super interesting yeah, story wow. of one type company. Friends that became I know. enemies. <laughs> I thought, yeah, I just, like, I was deep enthralled in that well, story. Like we haven't covered, like, any controversy with typefaces lately. Like, I feel like yeah. the past few have been kind of, like, a little bit of controversy, but not much. So, yeah. this is good. And, like, the controversy with, like, the designers. Mm-hmm. 
like that seems interesting not necessarily like the typeface it's more so just like the yeah like this wasn't a lawsuit that was probably Mm -hmm. like covered on mainstream but it is like really big like people were like these guys are like the beatles like they're making Mm -hmm. huge hits in terms of typefaces yes exactly and then the band broke up ah never got back together but yeah i thought i found that that was (laughs) story time with emily story time (laughs) thank you (laughs) All now right. I'm asleep. No, just kidding. Now you're asleep <laughs> and no longer hungry. <laughs> but um, there's always are. room for food. <laughs> yes. Shall we um, get put some, on jazz some music? music? Yeah. yeah. You know, just let's settle on music. in. Shall we get put some on some, some Batman jazz masks. music? <laughs> <laughs> some Put on some Batman masks. masks. Shall we hold up our Obama Signs. Send out a bat signal. <laughs> yeah. Send out a bat signal to Obama in Gotham. Yes. Saying, yo. Off our balcony. Yeah, he'll say, yo, <laughs> listen to just my tag. <laughs> <laughs> With our, like, Instagram. Yeah. Handle. That's awesome. <laughs> what if that was, like, we just saved up all of our money to just advertise to in the sky? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I wonder how... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> what if a company, like, didn't add... <laughs> like didn't advertise in any other sense, but only it's bad sitcoms. Hey, not a not, not a opposed. <laughs> All right, what are we gonna, you know, pair with this plain spoken elegance of Gotham? <laughs> well, I thought um, I was reading the Type Wolf article on um, Gotham, and they came up with a pretty good pairing. Um, so I, I'm just going to use theirs cause I thought it was pretty cool and just to give them a little shout out. Ooh. Um, so, uh, Type Wolf paired Gotham with the typeface Mercury, mm. which is a serif typeface. And I really like the serifs. It's pretty cool. They're very like geometric looking, which I mean, I guess most typefaces are just, I don't know, like, or I mean, sorry, most serifs are not as like pretty thin they're just kind of subtle but these Mm. ones are very like they look like um little rectangles Mm. not rectangles sorry triangles i can't speak (laughs) triangles off the edges so it's pretty cool Ooh, i like it Mm. tastes good tasty little flavor i love it let's do (laughs) (laughs) all right well that was that was gotham that was gotham we kind of we this is an extra long episode for Just y'all. Extra treat for y'all. I know. <laughs> Gotham, I really like it. If you guys want to know more, there's so much information. Just type yes. in Gotham in your Google search like most of us You'll do on a go daily down basis. A rabbit hole, so or just it'll say be crazy. Hey Siri, tell me about Gotham. And then she'll be like, Gotham, the T V show is <laughs> Because I got a bunch of like the TV show, oh, really? which I had no That's clue funny. was the TV show. I actually never saw any of that. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, I also, yeah, never mind. I typed in Gotham typeface, so I wouldn't have come up okay. with the TV show. Yeah. Honestly, um, I Be more specific with your No, I assume that everybody should just go no, straight to the about? typeface. Yeah, you would think. It's the most important Gotham that there is. We'll get there someday. I know. Well, until that day. Until that day, listening. we're following this bat signal down to obama's house so true yeah shout out (laughs) 
touchy at the White House. Yes. <laughs> but know. Obama doesn't live at the White I House anymore. I know. Dang it. How are we going to find him? <laughs> the bat signal. That's so. true. Alrighty. Alrighty. Well, thanks for listening. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>